Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we are talking about love, but not just any kind of love. We're talking about God's love. And as trite and possibly cliche as that might sound, I think, you know, Austin and I both work at The Refuge, which is a residential recovery ministry that is Christian-based. And we believe that, you know, in our experience, a lot of the people that we interact with struggle deeply with not, not forgiving others, but really forgiving themselves. And we firmly believe through our own experience as well, that one of the hardest movements for many of us in our maturity, both spiritually and emotionally and so on, is our ability to receive love from others and from God in an appropriate way. And so our hope in the discussion today is to talk about our own struggles with that, but hopefully share some hope to anyone listening that um, you are loved. And we believe that the God of the Bible is a God who faithfully, sacrificially, and relentlessly pursues us in his gracious and radical love. So we hope you're encouraged by this conversation. All right, Austin. So today I want, I want to chat about love. Um, love is something that everyone talks about. Oftentimes it seems like love is the only cultural value that we have in, in, in our postmodern world. And what I mean by postmodern is just, we live in a world that assumes that truth doesn't exist anymore. For example, that, that everybody can, can create right and wrong for themselves. Um, you know, what's true for me is true for me. What's true for you is true for you. But you still, you still hear everybody encouraging everybody to love. And then, you know, love is the only religion. Love is the only, you know, and these kinds of things. And so I, I figured it might be helpful to talk about love because we obviously as Christians have a, a more Christian worldview, which is different from what I just mentioned, but God does talk a lot about love and it's a unique kind of love. It's, you know, um, the word, the word for love used a lot throughout scripture is the word agape, which is a very uh, self-giving kind of love, a sacrificial kind of love. So maybe we can talk a little bit about that because that that's different for a lot of people where I think a lot of us assume when we think about love, it's so enmeshed with, um, with lust or desire that's kind of gone off the rails. Um, we get, we get love confused with, with uh, probably <laughs> overused desire. Or yeah. It's or a pretty just, broad word. Yeah. And, but, but I want to take it even beyond that because when I think about what people need and we've been coached by Rich and Jim at Crosspoint over the years and in their coaching of us, you know, just to make it personal, you and me, Austin, when I think about yeah. Myself, probably one of the most transformative things for me in the last years is just me coming to the belief that at the end of the day, what I need more than anything in the world is to receive the love of God. 
is to believe in my heart, in my mind, in my body that I am loved. Yeah. And that it all starts there. And that's been a real shift for me. Um, and sorry, I'm just going to spend some time setting this up and then I, I want to hear from you. I'm going to ask some questions, but I think it's important first to talk about what we're talking about when we talk about love. You know, for me, I think for a long time, I lived my life from the framework that what I know is the most important thing. That what I think is the most important thing. That what I believe is the most important thing. And I want to be clear, all those things are important for sure. But I think what I've realized in the last several years is that there's something that's most important. Mm. And it's receiving the love of God. And conversely, giving the love of God to the people around me, loving in the way that God's loved me to the people around me. And I think a good primer verse for this, if we, if we were to look to the Bible, because obviously we're saying that we believe this is some, some has something to do with our Christian worldview. One of the most famous, like even people that don't go to church or aren't familiar with Christianity, they've probably heard John three sixteen. Hmm. you know, um, when people talk about Christianity or when even people like are trying to, I guess, you know, witness to somebody or convince somebody in Christianity, like this is often the verse that people will use John three sixteen, And it's fascinating though, when you think about how this passage is framed, because I'll just read it. It says for God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. It's a pretty big idea. It's pretty broad. But what's fascinating is just to focus on the beginning of the passage. For God so loved the world. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we just think about that, I mean, you know, it really speaks to the character of God because it could have said anything for God. So, you know, wanted, wanted the people of the world to get it right. Um, for God was so smart that he made people smart so that they could figure out the meaning of life. I mean, whatever, you know, but the text says for God, so loved the world that he gave. Thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part two in our conversation. We'll see you then.